Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 28. What's up, guys? So I am back this week doing a solo episode. Um, The last few weeks, we've kind of discussed goal setting, knowing your why, and a little bit to do with finance with Herc and Alex from Kustis. But this week, I'm back, I'm on my own, and I'm doing a session on training and more specifically deloads and uh, what is a deload, when should you deload, why and how do you actually do it. Now, for some people, you may have never actually heard of a deload or you may may not know what it is. Um, As you would have seen in the title of this episode, um, I've called it sometimes less is more. So, you know, when we have the goal of losing body fat or gaining lean muscle mass, Typically, we tend to think more is better, but sometimes you just need to pull it back a little bit to allow yourself to recover, um, to allow yourself to get back to a, a spot, sometimes sometimes even mentally as well as physically, where you can then go hard again, motivation is high, uh, strength levels are high, or break through that fat loss plateau, um, plateau sorry, and and really push, push new levels um, in your training. So basically, what is a deload? A deload is a planned period of time where your overall training volume um, or your intensity is reduced to allow for you, not only physically, as I mentioned, um, so obviously the physical side of things is you know things like your joints, your tendons, and obviously your muscles, but also mentally recover following intensified block or time, um, time period of training. So uh, let's use an example of an AFL footballer in the off-season. So uh, when they go back to the club, they're in pre-season mode and, you know, they're going really hard. They're doing a lot of volume um, in their training, a lot of intensity. And, you know, everything is through the roof and their body is getting put through a lot and eventually it gets to the point where it's just not recovering where it needs to be to have that optimal output in the training sessions. And, you know, whether it's muscle growth, they just can't get to the point where they're coming back past that, that neutral level, the fresh level to be able to make improvements and to have a positive um, result from their training. So when should you deload? So as I mentioned just then, a deload is usually implemented after an intense period or or block of training that puts a significant amount of stress on the body and and also your mind. So you got to think about if you're going through a tough block of training, it might be for, um, let's use another example here, you're trying to get to the point where you break your personal best time on a 3K time trial. Um, and you're smashing it, you're smashing your training, you're having a crack, you know, you're, you're doing a lot. And like I said, physically, you may be getting to the point where you're starting to see negative results because you're just not getting enough recovery in between sessions or um, not getting back to a point where you can improve. So mentally, you're going to be stuffed, you're going to be fried, um, motivation is going to be low. And, you, you know, you might get to the point where you're just over it. You might get to the point where you're thinking to yourself, why am I even doing this? So a deload can be great, um, can be great mentally as well. So it can be extremely beneficial for athletes um, during certain periods or parts of their training um, in and out of season. So it can even be for team sports throughout the year. You might see a team um, on the news or whatever. You might see during the week they're playing a game that has nothing to do with their profession. So I'll use footballers again. Uh, a lot of them throughout the season will have a have a week or a couple of days where um, you know they might go and play soccer or they might go and play basketball or even just 
basketball tra- uh, football training sorry on a basketball court um, just reduce the intensity you might play a few games change it up a little bit to mentally and uh, and physically refresh in the middle of a season so then they can continue on um, get some positive results uh, get, let their body uh, rest and recover um, and get back to a state where they're feeling good they're performing well and they are uh, they're looking forward to their training and their games so some signs um, that you can look for to know that it's time for a deload may include uh, overall fatigue, so you're just feeling fatigued in general, decreased performance, so whether that's for an individual or a team sport, in a team environment, the strength and conditioning or the fitness coach might look, um, you know, a lot of teams use an RPE scale um, for how they're feeling or how, they're, how hard their sessions are, whether it's on field or on court. Um, or in the weights room, so they might, you know, that strength and conditioning coach might see an average that's getting a little bit high um, throughout the whole team. So then they decide that it's time for a deload. Physically, I'm sorry, individually, you know, it's pretty obvious when you get to a point where you're starting to see negative results. And that, and I don't mean just having a bad day. You know, you might have a day where you just feel shit in general. You might be tired. You might not be hydrated. You might not have eaten enough. And you have a shit session, but if it's just one off or one or two sessions, then it's maybe not necessary for a deload. I'm talking one to two weeks of just decreased performance. So another thing to look out for is poor sleeping patterns, um, lack, sorry, loss of appetite. So you're not feeling as hungry as what you usually would. Increased muscle tightness and sore tendons uh, or even joints. That's a big one, um, especially if you're lifting heavy loads or your, your training intensity or volume is high. And lack of motivation and drive to train. Um, as I mentioned, it, mentally, you know, deloads are just as much um, for a mental stimulation and a mental break as they are for physical. So the next thing, how do you actually deload? So when it comes to deloading, there are a few different ways um, that it can be done. Um, the first example I always give is the most common um, and simple way of deloading, I guess, and that is to reduce your working weight on each exercise. Um, let's presume, so I'm going to assume here that we're talking about in the gym. I'm going to use the example for, um, for strength training. So reduce the working weight on each exercise by anywhere from 10 to 40%, um, keeping the sets and reps exactly the same. Um, and this is very dependent on your training level, but also how badly you actually need to recover, like how far down or below um, kind of your optimal level of performance you are so a good example is if you usually do three sets of 12 at 100 kilos um, let's say on squats and you decide to reduce the load by 20 percent you will now do three sets of 12 at 80 kilos for your deload session example number two another option um, is just to simply drop a set from every exercise this will dramatically decrease your overall volume but still allow you to train at a high intensity um, as the working weight will stay the same and the same as the previous session or whatever block you're in at that current current stage. So example of this one might be, um, let's see, if you usually do four sets of eight at 120 kilos on, let's use deadlifts this time, then you would do three sets of eight at 120 kilos. So you're still keeping the intensity right up but the overall volume has just, just dropped. Third example, the last way, um, you know, and there, there might be other ways, but these are the three that I tend to stick to for myself, but also for clients that I've worked with. Um, and that is for someone who is in desperate need of not only physical, but probably more so mental break. Um, you know, also it, this, this is probably most commonly seen um, for people that are not 
and and you know you wouldn't use this for someone that's you know two weeks out from the Olympics or whatever or two weeks out from the start of the season but more so for someone that's not in pre- preparation for a competition or a sporting match um, coming up in the very near future and that is to take a week of complete rest and take part in some form of light active recovery so an example of this one might be instead of doing the usual five day strength and conditioning program you might play a game of pick up basketball with friends, play a round of golf, or just do some walking, some swimming, anything really. Um, anything that isn't going to put your body under too much stress. That's the whole purpose of the deload, is to let your body recover. And, you know, I've got some clients now that I've told them to deload and they're feeling great. Um, and sometimes that can also, you know, that can also be a benefit. They might feel like they're in a bit of a, a good groove, um, but that week of decreased volume, decreased load and intensity and stuff then allows them to come back the following week and absolutely smash it. So I see really good results with clients that I I actually forced to deload. Um, And in that deload week, I'll be getting multiple emails or phone calls saying, you know, I really want to just keep training hard, lifting heavy, keep the intensity up. But then the following week, I'm getting those same emails and calls saying, holy shit, like I'm absolutely smashing my training this week. I feel great. Um, You know, I've actually, I actually look better. I'm sleeping better. And that's the whole purpose of a deload is to get you back to performing at an optimal level. So it's just the perfect way to give your body the time it needs to recover um, while still providing enough stimulus to the muscles that you will maintain. Um, and in most most cases, improve performance in the training block that follows, as I just mentioned. So it can also be beneficial for a mental break, which I've mentioned. And this is probably where, where I've found um, deloads to be most beneficial is just helping reignite the fire inside and increase your motivation if you ever find yourself stuck in a bit of a rut which we all do um, you know i get a question a lot how do you stay motivated all the time and the answer to that is i don't i don't always feel motivated to train to eat well um, just you know do all the things that are necessary to live a happy and healthy life well not so much happy but more so a healthy lifestyle um, or to to try and look a certain way or perform a certain way but you know, we all go through those stages where motivation is low and a deload can be a great way to get that motivation back up. You might find yourself just absolutely itching to get in the gym and smash it after having a lighter week. Or if you're one of those people that choose to take a whole week off, you know, then you're going to be most likely pumped to get back into the gym or back on the field or the court or whatever it is that you're training for. A deload can be extremely beneficial. So guys, I know it's a short episode today, but I hope this has helped. If you do have any questions about deloads or any suggestions of episodes you'd like to hear in the near future, please do email me at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. For those that follow me on social media, you'll know that I've just released a new program. It's a lean muscle gaining program. Lasts for 12 weeks. It's extremely cheap. Um, you know, three a three-phase training program, nutritional recommendations, um, supplement recommendations, uh, a social platform where you can kind of interact and communicate with other people on the same program as you. Um, and I'm really pumped for this, guys. So if you are interested in that or you'd like to find out a bit more, also send me an email. Um, check out my blog at dannykennedyfitness.com slash blog. Um, and as always, guys, subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed the episode. Please do leave a review. Um, all the help, any bit of help I can get does help. Um, I'm really enjoying enjoying making these podcast episodes and interviewing different people. Like I'm learning stuff every single week when I get to interview these people that are doing, you know, not just health and fitness stuff, but as you see in the last couple of weeks, things to do with finance, uh, people that have started businesses, that own companies and whatnot. So 
I'm loving it, guys. I hope you guys are too. I'd love to hear your feedback. So hope you have a great day, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again in next week's episode.